Hey, good morning, all. Welcome to the Common Good Podcast. November seventh today, I think. Rob, is that right? It is. It is. Uh, morning and haven't even looked. My wife's birthday. What are you saying? Well, yeah, coming out off a birthday breakfast on a fine day like this. Yeah, jalapeno kolache and a uh, glazed donut. Already, that's already happened. Yeah. Yep. What is a jalapeno kolache? Uh, it's basically a, a hot dog, sausage kind of hot dog sausage thing, in the cooked morning? inside a uh, yeah oh yeah cooked inside like a very doughy bread. It's basically a breakfast hot dog, but it's oh so good. Wow! I, I... Next time you're down here, I'm gonna make <sighs> it happen. Like I have been, you know, uh, as a Midwest person you know in the, in the classic breakfast uh, moved away from mm-hmm. cereal found out those are those are no good uh my, my friend uh asked his doctor uh kind of a uh, kind of an alternative sort of doctor um mm-hmm. hey, i'm trying to change my eating do you think oatmeal is a good thing for breakfast and the doctor said well i know when i was growing up on the farm if we wanted to fatten up the cows we fed them oats so <laughs> <laughs> That was a that was just a thought that'll fester for the end of time. Mm. Uh, but I've never moved into like hot dogs <laughs> for breakfast. I, I've moved into you know I just had a banana. Yeah, I uh, felt like you know I see those ads on Facebook about like the three things you're not supposed to eat. You know, a man's belly that's sticking out yeah. from the side, and they're always yeah. like, "Don't eat bananas." I have no idea mm. why. I don't know if it's the mm. orange the orange mm. industry that's on that or yeah, it's a big orange, big apple. <laughs> <laughs> big orange big peach is trying to make a move to be yeah, the number yeah, three fruit yeah, yeah that's right that's right nation nationwide well happy birthday to uh to your fine your fine fine wife uh vanessa yeah uh, how's how's the weather on her day on our day it's going to be cloudy and windy and fall like uh, it threatening, is threatening winter around here I, you know i i headed out this morning to take whimsy to school exp- expecting to kind of brace myself for the you know chilliness of the morning yeah it's 62 degrees already absolutely beautiful it's gonna be up to it's gonna get up to 80 today like it did yesterday it is glorious here in uh in northwest arkansas and doug doug and and i do you know what i did yesterday i don't I mean, well, I'm going to tell you, I know, you. I, I, I know I do spend a lot of time trying to turn on people's <laughs> webcams remotely. Uh, well, uh, if you had turned on my webcam remotely, you wouldn't have uh-huh. seen me because I wasn't home yesterday. I headed down to Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, because it was it, the first day of candidate filing here in Arkansas for uh, candidates who are running for office in 2024. Now, just so folks know, um, because I, I announced a few weeks ago here on this podcast that I was going to be running for state representative, mm-hmm. um, plans changed um, oh. here in my uh, um, majority Hispanic district. A uh, really well qualified uh, Latina stepped up and uh, decided to run. She's actually has run uh, in the past. She lost by only 109 votes uh, two years ago, and so she's making another go at it. And uh, uh, so I'm supporting her. So I was not there to file myself, but I was there with uh, with candidates for Congress 
Uh, I've I've been working on this project with uh, Dr. Chris Jones, who ran for governor here in Dr. Arkansas. Jones. Dr. Jones, Dr. he's Jones. the best. Oh, he's the best. Um, we've been working on this project to hey, recruit. Did you ever call him Dr. J just to be fun? <laughs> no, but I might now. Yeah, I, I might. Yeah. I mean, I think that's I what popped into my head, right? I mean, I know Chris Jones. He's a fine, fine man on his own right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I've, his I've his hands with Dr. J, whose hands are enormous. I'm, I'm a large man, six foot seven, big hands. But Dr. J's hands were enormous. And Chris mm. Jones could be Dr. J. Yeah. Right, anyway. Or, you know, one of my favorite jokes to tell uh, when we're out speaking at events is, you know, his wife, Dr. Geraldine Jones, is a, a emergency room physician. And I love to say to people, you know, the other Dr. Jones probably would have won. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> push, that, push that governorship oh. right across the... Uh, right across yeah, the... yeah. Hey, does she spell everybody... with a G or with a J? With a J, yep. I mean, if you had Dr. Dr. J, J and Dr. JJ, that's just yeah. incredible. Oh, I know. Uh, I think so anyways... Are nicknames so galore. <clears throat> Dr. Dr. Chris Jones and I, Dr. J and I, uh, started this organization called Vortex, and we... Uh, we have been recruiting candidates for Congress. On Saturday, we had Congress camp down in Little Rock where we uh, spent a day doing some training with candidates. And uh, and yesterday, uh, we introduced, we had a press conference and on the steps of the Capitol. And uh, hey, that, great turnout with that. We introduced three candidates for Congress. Hopefully, we're going to have a fourth one here in the next couple of days. That one's a little it's taking a little finessing to get over the finish line, but uh, but we've got some really amazing people that are running for Congress here in Arkansas. And so I spent my day down in Little Rock yesterday, oh, um, doing a press conference and uh, you know hobnobbing with the political elite. Uh, <laughs> and you know i I was in I, I I was near the governor's office in the Capitol building. And uh, there was a door open to a conference room. Yeah, and there was and a I podium really, in there. There was a. Oh, I I was like, I want to go hunting for a lectern. That's deep. And I, that's, so I was telling deep I was, humor right there from the. I was I was telling Vanessa. I was telling Vanessa about this, and I was like, oh, I could just see it, like Vortex Executive Director thrown out of the Capitol building today for trespassing in the governor's office and like then, you, so you could have looked like yeah. that that guy from yeah. the insurrection who stole the yeah. podium <laughs> just carrying you nancy pelosi's oh i would have been a freaking hero if <laughs> i had come out with a podium <laughs> uh, so, so so i so i'm telling vanessa this last night okay, people and she says, they need to know the backstory okay vanessa, she, she, vanessa i was telling vanessa this last night and she said if Doug was there, you would have done it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would have given you up in the steel lectern. I would have given you a lectern lecture, and you would have uh, been. You would have gone ground. after it. Oh, that's that's tremendous. Mm. Well, there's a long running story now, weeks long in in Arkansas, about uh, mishandled funds being directed to some political insiders through Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who. Um, uh, just endorsed Trump, by the way. Uh, yep. She's sticking with the fraudster. She's like, hey, if that guy's <laughs> literally determined a fraudster well, by a court, yeah. that's my kind of guy. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm all well, for the all for the fraudster. Yeah. Well, uh, but anyway, Sarah they, they, has they, they moved some Sarah money around, said daddies. they were paying for a podium. <laughs> 
but I'm not sure if she was actually ever running for governor if she wanted to be the superintendent of her daddy's Sunday school. So I, it's another joke that just doesn't seem to carry, even to this very moment. Oh, I, just, I won't I give him a smirk. He won't give a smirk. Okay, so any any updates on lectern gate, by the way, or on podium? It, it just uh, the the best part of the best part of podium gate lectern gate um, from the past week was the um, Halloween costumes of people who Lovely. dressed up as podiums and lecterns and and Sarah what one of my favorite videos from from Halloween here in Arkansas Sarah and her husband were um, at the governor's mansion handing out candy. And there was a guy in an orange jumpsuit and a Trump mask just walking around the governor's oh, mansion, what like during the trick or treating, which was just I was like that guy. I want to shake his hand, like the, like the ghost of <laughs> ghost of Halloween future. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, Peggy uh, says in the uh, in the chat, uh, it's only nine thirty, um, which yeah. I think what she's getting at is we normally launch this podcast on Tuesday sometime around the top of the hour. For me, that's around 9 a.m. here in the central time zone, as it is for you. Yeah. But today we start a little bit early. Yeah, yeah I got to take my daughter to work, and and uh, I got some meetings and things. So so it's take your daughter to work day for you. It's drop my daughter off at Starbucks oh. day. Okay. <laughs> well, at least somebody gets health insurance. Uh, and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, Pam Grace, good to see you. Says uh, Pam says I'm a monthly donor to Common Good. I support the Christian Life. Yeah. Oh boy, couldn't Wonderful. be happier about that. If you also want to be a supporter of Vote Common Good, and anyone listening to this wants to be a supporter of Vote Common mm -hmm. Good, we need your help in uh, 2024. Yep. We got to get on the road. We have a lot of work to do. We're going to talk about all that today. We're going to be out um, doing our work in the places that matter. In fact, at the end of November, I'm going to be in uh, Michigan. It's already starting. Um, and uh, then we're going to try to be on the road a whole bunch in 2024. So if you can make a daily, monthly, weekly, yearly contribution, we would love it. VoteCommonGood.com. You can find all that stuff out. And Jim is uh, reminding us that out in the beautiful Ventura, California, 56 degrees. Mm. 56 degrees and a slow up over on the I-4 when you come into the 94 corridor. <laughs> so I sound like I'm doing old time, yeah. my old radio show shtick. All right, Rob, lots to talk about. Anything on the fun yeah. fact that you want to talk about before we get into the important stuff? How about how about this one? Barbara Streisand was bothered by the fact. Here's a story. This is literally like in the I news. I saw this. Barbara Streisand apparently said mm -hmm. that Siri mispronounced Barbara Streisand her name. So what did she do about it? Oh, she didn't. She didn't make fun of it and send a text to three friends like I do. She went to Tim Cook and then he fixed it. <laughs> I mean, how I, many people have been complaining? That it, the that Siri can't say the name Ryersey. Yeah. Hey Siri, message Rob Ryersey. It doesn't do anything even. Riv won't, won't, won't even riveting radio. Nothing. Yeah. Won't, won't, yeah. Won't even, I, it, won't listen, even, Doug, do you have Tim Cook's Ryerson. number? Because I would like to get. I would I would like to have some adjustments made for Siri. Siri needs to be able to recognize pronunciation prompts, I think. Totally. 100 I mean it's designed to do so, right? Um and yeah. what what part of Barbara Streisand do you think Siri couldn't pronounce though? What what was it in Barbara Streisand's St name? The Streisand? St Streisand? 
Streisand? Do you think she think Siri was going Streisand? I don't know, but I realized re- reading the story and looking, and looking at her name and trying to say it myself, like how would how would they say Barbara Streisand? I I hadn't been pronouncing the D. I think in my mind I was spelling Streisand with no D. Yeah, I, it's so interesting I too. Looking kind of at this article, I, I don't know how interesting it is. But looking at this article, uh, it feels like Barbara is missing an A. Well, Barbara. That's one, Barbara is one of the ways. And Barbara yeah. is the other way. Maybe that was the problem. Maybe it was the the Babra. Maybe we're pronouncing it Babra or something. I don't know. I think there are alternative pronunciations to Barbara. Um, like Hannah Barbara. All right. Uh, so anyway, uh, on the important things, people are fixing that. But it's election day uh, in, in more places uh, around the country than you might guess. I know mm-hmm. three. Well, I guess it's election day everywhere. Yeah. Like in my town, I think we're electing school board members today. Hmm. Um, and, uh, I should probably go up there. I was, I, I, I wasn't planning. I wasn't planning to our school hmm. board here is not contentious. It's, it's hmm. like, it's very cooperative. In, in, yeah, in that's area. good. Lot I don't know what else on my ballot and that's a problem. Yeah. I run a group called Vote yeah. Common Good and do political work. <laughs> well, and yeah, I that's a real don't know what's on my ballot uh, where I am. And yeah. if you all have voting happening in your, in your town today, and you know or don't know, let us know in that in that chat. I'd love to know what you know. Um, now, if you're in Kentucky, there's a governor's race, so that's a big one. Virginia has a big legislature race, and Ohio has a thing going on about abortion, all of which could indicate some kind of level of interest of certain groups. And it, it kind of shows the power of mailing lists, I think. It is, this is my interpretation of, of politics at this time of the you know, it's time of uh, in between elect, uh, primary election seasons. It's uh, it's like who's who can motivate their people with a good solid list. It's apparently yeah. my vote is not needed by anybody who needs my vote because they are doing zero things to ask me to do anything. And uh, uh, other than, you know, like three school board signs that are laying around the neighborhood. How about you? You got anything going on in your neighborhood? No, nothing happening here in Arkansas. I don't I don't I don't even think we've got an election today i don't we don't have anything on we don't have it really? happening um yeah yeah nothing nothing happening um yeah but you know it really speaks true? to the the challenge is that, that true? exists i thought well okay that's what this is why we tune into this podcast Sorry. you tune into this podcast to learn and understand i was under the impression that every state has some kind of an election going on on election day that that that's, that's i mean there might be some local stuff happening around the state but there's okay. nothing yeah there's, there's you know no there judge might be that has to be elected this year because something happened and there was a dealio and a thing and... not i mean not here locally oh, i mean it might yeah, yeah yeah i mean that that could be happening somewhere in arkansas i'm not aware of i'm i i, I don't have a working knowledge of every single community so, in arkansas though i did uh, thursday i was down in monticello arkansas you know where monticello arkansas is i i've i've, I've faint, faintly heard of it almost in louisiana oh, <laughs> that's a well. yeah it was a it was a hike um yeah so i yeah, but this speaks to you know that real challenge that we've got you know we we live in a democracy or a constitutional republic or representative republic as you know republicans like to say um you know we we live in a democracy that depends on 
the participation of voters. Yeah. And it's for whatever reason, um, you know, it's just, it's difficult to have some knowledge, but I mean, you go back and it's at, it's probably easier now than ever before to be knowledgeable about what you're voting for, what's on your ballot. You know, you're not waiting for it to be published in a newspaper or, or the you know, Pony Express or, to come rolling in with a person. Exactly. Making a big announcement. Like you, like we have, we have this information at our fingertips. If we wanted to find it, it's just so many of us just, I mean, even those of us that pay attention to this stuff, it's easy to just lose track of it. And it's absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I'll tell you, I, I mean, think about this now, Rob, in a year from now, 365 days from now, mm-hmm. we are not going to be coolly sitting back reminiscing about Vanessa's birthday breakfast, slow drinking a, Americano on the uh, on the podcast. We are going to be hair on fire, traveling around yeah. the country, trying to stop Donald Trump, Donald Trump. from taking over the presidency again. It oh, is nightmarish at a level that I just truly like. I, I've been worrying about that guy being president since 2015. Are you more worried now than you've been in a while, given the polling that came out? This I am week? worried. I am, I am, I am sickeningly worried about, uh, about all such things. Um, new polling, Rob, showing that Trump is ahead of Biden in the states that matter, like Wisconsin, well, not Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Nevada, Arizona, the yeah. places that we are, are committed to making sure that enough faith voters have enough encouragement and impetus to not vote for Donald Trump if they did in 2016 and not if they and not vote for Trump if they did in 2020 we have to do our part and we will but man I am just I am worried to death about this like the guy wasn't joking he could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and the voters won't leave him it is unbelievable and the degree to which people think Parties, political parties in America don't have any power. This just shows you, no, people are hard, hardwired. Um, and, uh, you know, we, do, we, we need to move 20,000 people in each of those states to behave in a way that uh, was different than the way they behaved in 2020. It's that just that flat out simple. And then a bunch of other groups need to move their 20,000. And uh, everyone needs to everyone needs to do their part. How are you feeling about it? Yeah, this is this is concerning. Um you know, it's not unusual for an incumbent to be down in the polls. Um, yeah. It, the, like the really unusual thing here is that we have, you know, essentially two incumbents running against each other. Yeah, isn't that you know, funny? Both this is at, like the first time you, that, that I know of. You know, since Gunnar Grover Cleveland. Um you know, so, you know, that um, it, it's not like, oh, well, I don't like I don't like Joe Biden. Like, I want to give this other guy a, a shot. It's like, no, we actually do know who, who like what we're going to get with the other guy. Yeah. So yep. that's a that's a little bit different. You know, I 
I, oh goodness, it is, it's concerning. Um, it, it young, it, it, it's concerning, uh, that, you know, young people are, are, it seems like are moving away from, from Joe Biden and m the war with, between, um, uh, Pal in Palestine and, yeah. um, you know, with, with the Israelis is, is affecting that, mm -hmm. um, um, black voters are moving away from Joe Biden. Yep. I think I, you know, as a part of this poll, something like 22% of black voters were, um, supporting Trump, which is like, listen, if, if Donald Trump gets 22% of black voters, he's going to be president of the United States again. Like that's, that's just, you know, it, you know, so I, I keep wondering, like, you know, are, are disaffected, discouraged, whatever, whatever voters, are they going to come home? Mm -hmm. Are they going to come? Like, are they going to come home to Joe Biden? Like right now, if you ask me, if I was being polled, you know, I would, I would give Joe Biden thumbs up on, you know, his, what he's been doing job wise, you know? And also, if I was asked, do you want him to run for president again? I would be, I would say, no, I don't, you know, I would now, you know, am I going to vote for him if it's him and Trump? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Am I going to vote for him in the democratic primary? I don't know. We'll see how things go with Dean Phillips. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> you know, no like, I, like no I, what the Arkansas Democrats are voting for, for a, uh, yeah, that's just true. the problem with these with you know, these, these but, primaries that yeah. are incumbent. Nobody cares. Yeah, it's just I, I think there's a lot of ambivalence about Joe Biden, even amongst his base, and and that's you're seeing that in the polls. Well, I, th yeah, that's that's my view too. That's where the problem lies. The problem lies in the fact that people who should be supporting Biden, saying absolutely, I'm voting for him, are not. That his number is too low. We should be here on fire about how can Trump keep maintaining the number he's holding. But his number, even the percentage, is only meaningful because Biden's number is too low. So yeah. you have to get to a point where people have uh, are, are making this making this choice. But it's not a good thing. It might be the thing. But if we if we don't acknowledge that it's not um, it's not a positive that people are not profoundly excited about Joe Biden running for office again. I wish they yeah. were. I wish we all were. I yeah. wish there was a sense that we're, you know, Bob Seeger like turning a page. That would be great. But all the for all kinds of reasons that have to do with none of us, that's not what's happening. Um you you could have a situation where a candidate is running that's outside the administration. So it gets all the benefits of whatever the administration is doing. And anywhere that there's a weakness, they can be like, well, I would fix that too, because people vote on the future and they vote on what could be, not on what is, and certainly not on the past. And if you think that the Trump voters are like, I really love those tax cuts that I got in 2017. All right. Yeah. Like that's a real motivator. No, no, no. That's not what's, that's not what's motivating people and causing all this jumping around. Um, so it's it's just all on Biden at this point. He has to get those numbers up um, and people have mm -hmm. to get excited about his candidacy. Um, you know, I was <laughs> the, the the folks running around um, 
like Jim Messina, who was Obama's political campaign manager in 2012. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, I mean, talk about flashing back here. They're going back a dozen years to find a guy, uh, Jim Messina, who's like, yeah, it's too early to panic. Uh, like too early to panic. No, um, it's not too early to do something about it, Jim. They need to do something about it. Seems to me, Rob, and I don't know what they're going to do because the problem here is it's the candidate, right? You can, you can point to policies all you want. And I know we all do it and be like, well, it's going to be God's or something else. But if people feel an affinity to the candidate, they set aside a lot of things we vote for people in the United States. Yes. It's, it's so utterly clear every single time. And yet, um, we have a candidate that people aren't all that excited about. And look, people have, you know, yeah. this is the other refrain that's going on all the time is people underestimate Joe Biden and people tend to come home to Joe Biden and yeah. all this and all that. Yes. Ish. <laughs> yes. Ish. Yeah. Like the, yeah. like, you know, the people of Delaware did, uh, and yeah, then he I sort mean, it was, you know, along with 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 Obama. And then he had one election that was really about a lot of things getting rid of Trump. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't bank too much on. Oh, no, that guy. He's a, he's an, we we got an ace in the bullpen. He's going to pull this thing out. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's better. Now, the numbers change, Rob. I don't know if you looked into this stuff. I just noodle around a little bit because I actually think polling is um, hard to trust. People yes. in the chat are saying all kinds of things like uh, I've never been polled. I'm not sure who's doing the polling uh, kind of thing. Fair enough. But that's mm-hmm. the point of statistical polling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't I, I, I think, you know, like you say, there, there's there's some built in incumbency fatigue that happens in, in the United States uh, all, all the time. So I don't know that there's all the much there. But what is there is if Trump were convicted of these crimes, that causes people to re- reconsider. Now, once that happens, they might say, nah, actually, it's not, it's not as bad as I thought, you know? So um, I, I don't know. I think he will be convicted. I think he'll be at least convicted of the charges uh, stemming from uh, election interference after January 6th. And maybe on the, on the, the pants and the, the pants box, uh, keeping files and not returning them to the archive. <laughs> Um, and he's and he's going he's going to lose his it's been, license. It's it has been entirely too long that I since I thought about the fact that Donald Trump had pants in his box. Yeah, and travels around with them still. I just I can't shake the image of of that that text message exchange yeah. with Melania saying her saying, "Hey, somebody tell the old man we're not bringing his boxes on this trip. The plane is full with our kids' stuff." <laughs> It's <laughs> just unbelievable traveling around with yeah, his boxes, how else his little is he, precious, just a little. How else is he going to get his pants to uh, Bedminster? <laughs> well, they're quite large. It's true. I mean, there's a lot to, there's a lot to, lot, lot to carry. All right, so I'm, I'm a little sickened by all that. I, I, I yeah. wonder how the Gaza war is going to impact this. My sense mm-hmm. is it won't, because a year, one year from now. We're not going to be thinking about this issue. And even if things are horrible in Gaza, which they very likely could be, and the humanitarian crisis could be terrible. And if, if Israel does what it says, where they're running security in Gaza, I mean, it's going to be. But I, I think America will will fatigue on this and and, and move on, move on to other things. Um, 
Do you think this this uh, conflict I mean, now I between think, Israel and the United States about a ceasefire or a humanitarian pause or whatever they want to call call it yeah. is going to be a thing? Um, I you know I in terms of the the political ramifications is you know I the I, I think the only way this impacts the twenty twenty four election is if as Yavitz just said in, in the in the comments. If there's a wider war, you know, if we, if this is if this is not quote unquote resolved, which you know, come on, it's not going to be. But if this is if this has expanded to include Turkey, Iran, yeah. you know, Russia's sniffing around, the United States is sniffing around, like that, you know, it's going to be it's going to it's going to be significant. Yeah, one hundred percent. I agree with you. Um, and and there's some possibility of that I feel less concerned about that now than weeks ago. It feels like things have settled out. If there's an attack of some kind of Hezbollah or something that I mean, makes a big move on on Israel because of yeah. uh, uh, for any reason, then then yeah, this 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 could this could stir up, and it will feel like a wag yeah. the dog moment and uh, and and all the rest of it. But these little proxy yeah. wars that the U.S. is involved in, both in Ukraine and in in Israel, you know, where our interests are on one side of of these issues in, in, in Israel and Gaza, the side is not against the Palestinians. The side is to prevent Hamas from continuing to have the, yeah. the agency that they've had to operate as a, as a government, as well as a terrorist terrorist group. So anyway, all that stuff, I just think, but that's so far outside most people's uh, care and concern. You know, I know there's a, there's a justice um, crowd of which I'm a part of that cares a lot about this stuff, but your average mm -hmm. person, just has no sense of what's going on in any of these places or what's happening. Like it's, it's deep insider politico, politico stuff. Do, mm -hmm. do you feel that way? Do you feel like all, even the way people understand what's going on in Israel and Palestine for your average person? Yeah. Is... Yeah. 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 I guess it's um yeah, it's, it's complicated. And I think, you know, it, I, I think, yeah, I, I think people are, I think there's a, a a knee jerk reaction to want to support Israel, and at the same time, there's that like, yeah, none of us like seeing these images of kids being killed. Yeah, and sure. you know, like you know, like that. So I I I don't know. I I I don't think most people could you know speak real intelligently about all the nuances of you know this yeah. kind of conflict, but yeah. You know, but I think, yeah, it's, or who it's to a blame, tough one. right? Like if somebody, yes, we, we had an episode of Red Hat, Blue Hat yesterday and uh, my conversation partner on there, Casey and his daughter, college age daughter, uh, hmm. were on as the, as the conversation partners. She's a, a student at uh, Christian College and uh, is um, employed by Turning Point USA, which for people who might know hmm. some of the insider stuff on this is like deep inside. Right? It's great. It's great. A conversation partner to have on this but anyway they're going on and on about like it isn't totally animating thing for the israel supporting right in the nation uh of the united states a uh, whole thing going on hey all right so tomorrow rob uh we're back at it um we're back at it with the uh um with the presidential debate five oh, republicans have now qualified 
I think six have qualified. I mean, the fact that this headline in CNN says five and doesn't yeah. include Donald Trump is yeah. hilarious, right? Yeah. Um, because six have qualified, but only qualified. five will attend. Yeah. And maybe he hasn't technically qualified because he won't sign the I'll support whoever the nominee is. I don't know. I don't know yes. the insider rules yeah. in the cluster yeah. that is the GOP um, rules committee about the debate. Um, but uh, five of them, uh, including, uh, you know, Nikki Haley and, and, and Ron DeSantis, which it looks like it's coming down to the two of them. Um, mm -hmm. I, I would imagine that that Tim Scott is out after this. I would imagine that we won't get to Thanksgiving before we hear a Mike Pence like statement from mm -hmm. Tim Scott that he yeah. sees the writing on the wall in Iowa and has he's like two percent of the support of evangelicals. And that was his base. He was trying to pull the yeah. Ted Cruz line to go to Iowa, get all the Iowa uh, evangelicals to jump behind him yeah. because his faith is true and pure. And people are like. Yep. Evangelicals there, like 60 percent of them were like, no, we still think Donald Trump's the most likely person for us. <laughs> I mean, Tim Scott. But Tim yeah. Scott won't, yeah. won't you know, he's 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 done. That the Vivrick yeah. is is done. So it's basically and, and Chris Christie never had a chance. So it's basically down to these these two. And yeah. I am still stunned. I, somebody asked this question, I think, in the chat a couple of weeks ago. Why didn't the contenders from 2016 jump in this race? Where was Marco Rubio? Where was Ted Cruz? Where, like, what happened to those people? I truly don't know. I mean, maybe their own internal problems running for Senate is is going to hold them up, but it still baffles me. And I know you have a theory yeah. that we're going to get, uh, you know, after this Virginia vote um, today, that we're going to get a little Virginia surprise, um, and uh, you're going to get the the governor there. You still are you still feeling that way? Yeah, why not? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I'm, why, not? I, why not? Yeah, yeah. I have no it's reason to move away from that Browns prediction at this like, point. Yeah, for sure you they're know. gonna win. Why wouldn't they win? Why wouldn't the yeah, Cleveland Browns yeah. win? For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, Love I'm it. picking them. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, you look at this list, and I mean, Nikki Haley is is a legitimate candidate for president of the United States. You know, she is. She, I, though I have, you know, significant disagreements with her on policy and approach and worldview and all yeah. of those kinds of things, she's qualified to be president of the United States, governor of a state, yeah. secretary or ambassador to the United Nations. She's qualified to be president of the United States. You know, she's Ron DeSantis qualified to be president of the United States. I mean, really, doofus. Yes, I mean, just looking at the resume, resume alone. Okay, yeah. you know, congressman. Uh, Congressman, governor of one of the largest states in the in the country, okay. absolutely is qualified to be president of the United States. He'd need a um, real lift. He'd need a real lift in the boots if he were mm, to. Mm. I mean, the problem is, is that they're you know they're running against this you know buzzsaw machine that is that is Donald Trump. That yeah. it just it there's nothing they can do nothing. to get through to, you know, 40% of people who are just, they're Trump, they're Trump people. Yep. And it's but, done. But it's if they done. could pick up those other 60 and maybe that's the play, right? Consolidating all of these that because Trump's numbers, even within the Republican party are still so low. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's not, he's not 80%, 90%. You know, these people aren't, they're not in the position Dean Phillips is in. 
in trying to to seek the nomination. Yeah, my representative Dean Phillips would like to say. Uh, yeah, he's not in. They're not in that position. I mean, there's still yeah. the votes out there, especially in Arizona and New Hampshire. I'm yeah. sorry, Iowa and New Hampshire. the The numbers are there that people have haven't decided yet. And if you know, mm-hmm. but so, it, it would be um, it would probably be Nikki Haley. But uh, to that point, the uh, the fine governor, the governor of, of Iowa, uh, mm-hmm. oh, the wrong one, fine governor of Iowa. Um, in like, there must have been a, okay, I'll tell people who aren't just listening. The governor of Iowa endorsed Ron DeSantis for, uh, the nomination. Mm-hmm. She carries a lot of sway in, in, in Republican circles in Iowa. And people are like, oh, okay. If she's there, maybe that gives a little hint or a little cover or something. Um, I, whatever the story was that was going on there, the backstory, it has got to be just straight out of billions, you know, um, like literally a, a presidential candidate meeting with a with a woman governor. Did, are you watching Billions? Have you watched the show Billions? Starting uh, I have. Yeah, Starting I have uh, not watched the final season. Okay. Didn't I will not I will not ruin it for you. Um, but anyway, just high stakes as they get. I mean, this is also what went on in Iowa, literally with Ted Cruz when he was promised yep. the evangelical support, and then it went to. Donald Trump, because uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. was using Michael Cohen to cover up Jerry Falwell Jr.'s own um, sexual improprieties. And so he didn't want that outed and they pressured him. And so he threw his weight behind him and then it went to Trump. So something's going on here where DeSantis has the ability to get um, Iowa governor. Uh, Look, I'm not a reality TV show person. I don't like a lot of drama in life. (laughs) <laughs> Do you think there could be something where perhaps the governor of Iowa wants to be the most famous woman governor in the Republican system? And they already took out the governor in South Dakota. Yep. Now she's just got Nikki Haley to deal with. She gets and, Nikki well, Haley and, and Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Fair enough. And who's next to be the major player you know look look i'm i'm not saying that the uh that kim reynolds fingerprints are all over that podium in arkansas but i it wouldn't be wouldn't be beyond me Uh, well if there was was a major operation going on it just feels to me like you know maybe she just has such a uh affinity toward the policies and approaches of ron DeSantis, as opposed to nikki haley Uh, it was curious that this early or at all that the governor of Iowa, which is the first, you know, the first um, uh, race in the Republican GOP selection process, threw behind DeSantis. Something's up. Yeah, yes, yeah. th- that is not a. Um, that's do that's you, not a non-story, as they say. Do you? Is this a play to be vice president? No, for DeSantis. No, for her. Yeah, Kim Kim you mean to be to be Ron, DeS- Ron DeSantis is vice president. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably uh, uh, always. But she's, I mean, she clearly is being non-Trump, right? Trump came out hard against her. When she picked someone, it may have been more clear just to poke the bear at Trump. I I don't know, because Ron DeSantis probably bothers Trump, her endorsement there, more than anyone. Um, And maybe she thinks Ron DeSantis can rally in Iowa. I mean, I just literally can't say it without a smirk. 
it's going to rally in Iowa and um, and then have a real surge in New Hampshire to get into third place and then pull it off in South Carolina. <laughs> but uh, some, all I'm saying Home is state of going Nikki on Haley. Because, yeah. because her uh, her her political pronostications can't be. Uh, I, I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't. Yeah. You know, trust her on these these things. It, it, it seems seems silly to me. I mean, Ron DeSantis is going to be out of this race by January, don't you think? I mean, me, me, look, you know, Donald Trump was president of the United States, so don't don't trust me on anything. I don't know. I I don't I don't think so. I okay. I think, think he's, he's got staying power. I, yeah, I well, I mean, I, at least through Iowa, you know, if he if he comes in third in Iowa, I think he I think he's done then. Um, but you know, he's he, he's with this endorsement, he's in at least through Iowa. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But then, then he's out. Right. I mean, and, because that's like early, Chris, Iowa, that's, that's early January. Well, right. Yeah. He's got, he, if he comes in second in Iowa, I don't think he's out. I think, you know, he, he's got a, if he comes in third in Iowa, I think he is. Okay. Um, yep. you know, I, Chris Christie's in until New Hampshire. Cause you know, he's, he's not bothering. Um, it's not even in Iowa. You know, yeah, he's, he's, he's not even spending any. He's not spending any money. These guys, he, all he's doing is running around, being on TV, and yeah, yeah, and, and he's you know about things. He's going to going to diners in New Hampshire and yeah, having yeah. a slice of pie and talking with people, having a pie. Um, yeah. how, how I mean, how it's, big... it's ideal life. I mean, can you, Doug? That sounds like a pretty good life. <laughs> really, <laughs> just going really? from diner to diner in New Hampshire, like eating a piece of pie <laughs> and talking to people. You think you think the former governor of <laughs> Pennsylvania, of New Jersey, New Jersey, the former. Thank you. And the and the former uh, U.S. prosecutor, former uh, counselor to a sitting president and a former media, uh, media hungry, um, be in my TV on Sunday mornings guy is happy that he's sitting around talking to people. <laughs> Yeah. At a diner, eating pie. Just like, hey, are you, you going to finish this? Feel like this is really going. <laughs> this is the ideal life I've been looking for. Hey, hey, hey can I eat your pickle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does this guy? I mean, I just shook hands with him the other day, Did, and, and he's not a pleasant. He's, he's not a pleasant. You, you know, you should wait. Well, no, I don't know this story. You shook hands with Chris Christie. Oh yeah, yeah, shook hands with Chris Christie when he was walking into the debate in Milwaukee. And I was uh, doing this this uh, work on on contraception, and it was yeah. very small outside in the street. We saw all the all the cats coming in, and uh, I just walked right up to Chris Christie and said, uh, "Hey, Governor, can I ask you your your feeling on contraception?" He said, "Hi, good to see you," and and you know, then didn't say anything. I said, "Well, hey, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for thanks for just ignoring me when I'm in your face." Um, <laughs> that was it. He's not he's not an overly pleasant person. My my point being. <laughs> Some people, when they walked in there on the street and they're coming in through the little security gate, they're people, people. You can feel yeah. people, people. You know people, yes. people. Chris yeah. Christie? Hear that? No. Not a people, yeah. people. Chris Christie, yeah. I don't think is happy that his life has taken him to the point where he's... Now, I think what he's doing is his duty. I think he and... Um, who is that? Who is that hardcore Trump supporter that put her vote behind Trump and then changed her mind? Um Oh boy! What? Oh, Liz Cheney. Yeah, Liz Cheney. <clears throat> um, 
thought in November of 2020, he's the person who should be president of the United States. And then yeah. only one thing could change your mind. Turned out that was an insurrection. You know, just mis just yeah. miscalculated the guy. Yeah. As someone who should know, I'm not blaming voters who do that. They have a lot of reasons. But when your dad was the vice president and you're in leadership of Congress, okay, I'm going off on her again. And, 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 and Adam, what was his name? Adam, somebody who did the same thing was all, was all in. I mean, literally all in and then just changed his mind at the last minute. Oh, Kissinger, 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 Kissinger. Well, Chris Christie, same, same sort of way. I think he's doing his due diligence like Liz Cheney is doing that. He's out there telling truth to Republican voters and he's using this platform to do that. I don't think he's happy that he has to do it. <laughs> I mean, look, there is no Chris Christie, Chris Christie happiness whisperer. The man is clearly not happy. So nothing's going to make him happy. He, he is just not a happy person. Um, and the fact that he's having to do this eating pie in diners just warms my heart because I think he has penance to pay, penance to pay for uh, prepping Donald Trump to win re-election. I mean, remember yes. that. He wasn't just, he didn't just vote for him, didn't just stand behind mm -hmm. him, didn't just tell other people to do it. Helped I mean, the, him to yeah. be better at it so he yes. could win. Because in his yeah. mind, in his mind, Joe Biden would be so much worse. I, mm. I mean, look, uh, and, and then that all changed. And why did it all change? Yeah, I guess he tells the story. So anyway, okay. Uh, boy, that was a long rant about Chris Christie. Can you tell that yeah. guy gets under my skin? I mean, I know I've done yeah. this before. It's just there's a few people that just, I yeah, can't. Yeah, I like it. I, I like okay. it. Okay. I kind of like him. I know you've always kind of liked him and, and all I those have always kind of liked him. I know. I know all those like <laughs> moderate Republican types uh, from the early two thousands always yep. really liked the guy. Look, and, and, and yep. I've, you know, I yeah. voted for, I voted I for, for George W. Bush twice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wasn't happy about it, but by 2005, I regretted my vote in 2004, but mm -hmm. I, I did. And Chris Christie was like humming around that whole world then. This guy, yeah. I mean, yeah, if yeah. Donald Trump has been bugging me since 2015, uh, I, I'm telling you, like, Chris Christie has been bothering me since I was in my mid-30s. And the fact that the guy has to now sit in a, in a... I just, you know, I remember... And his political I, I just, penance. Uh, and, and good for him taking, you know, telling yeah. truth about Trump to people. Um, yeah, your former governor as well. I'm all for those people. In fact, yeah. if Chris Christie wants to join us in a Vote Common Good event and tell the truth to the to the good voters of Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Listen, we, Nevada, we'd be glad we, to have him. Um, yeah, but also, I mean, we, we could probably don't, turn don't out stand up crowds. there. You know, don't break your <laughs> don't break your elbow patting yourself on the back for being a hero here. Right. Um, yep. You know. Yes, that's. Well, I mean, one of the things that we like to say around here at Vote Common Good is that you know. Part of why, you know, we started this work is because we recognize that our tribe was responsible for this, yes. you know, and particularly, yes. you know, white evangelicals and white evangelical guys, men. Yes. And um, and Doug, one of the things that you've said that I just absolutely love is like our DNA is all over this crime scene. And yes. like and so, you know, Chris Christie, like you're not, you know, like Chris Christie, Asa Hutchinson, both. You know, you, you got to own Chris yeah. Christie, especially, um, you know, the first time I heard Donald Trump speak live, 
Chris Christie introduced him. You know, like he's he's been on the plane since you know yes. 2016. Since he and, stood on the uh, stage trying to be his opponent in the in the primary. Yeah. 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 No, and, he snuggled. Uh, he snuggled right in. Yeah. I mean, he's been the you know the Big Mac man for you know like Chris Christie. You know, is that a phrase? Yeah, Trump would. Yeah, I don't know. Trump would send him out to get McDonald's for him. Oh, please tell me that's true. That Chris Christie had that's, to stop yes. at the McDonald's over on yes. Pennsylvania yes. Avenue and grab a yeah. Big Mac on his way in. Yes. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, that's making me think um, about a Big Mac. I have not eaten a Big Mac. In, oh. I don't know. I, maybe it, a decade. And right now, that thousand Doug, island I have, flavor. Mm, I, I oh, love wow, a thousand island dressing. I got to um, do something about this and, and not go to McDonald's and get breakfast. I have only eaten one Big Mac in my entire life. And that was a few years ago because I had never eaten a Big Mac. And Vanessa's like, you have to have a Big Mac. You've eaten hot dogs for breakfast and not eaten a Big Mac? The first time I ever had bologna, I was with you, Doug. Okay, that's good. The first time I ate at Waffle House, I was with you. I think we ate an entire package of bologna. (laughs) Well, I think you had a bite, and I ate an entire package of bologna. (laughs) Was that on the Was that on the bike ride? Was that on the on the bike tour? Yeah, we were in like a we were in a so hungry. Yeah, we were in a uh... we needed sodium and fake meat, and got a whole Oscar Mayer thing of bologna. Well, look, uh, never. I mean. Rob, there is a sense in which your pedigree is as pure middle American as it comes, you know, Mm -hmm. just age, temperament, uh, social Mm -hmm. location, background that McDonald's hasn't gotten through to you for a Big Mac is is Mm -hmm. a sign of some, you know, some some real trouble in the in the uh, in the 80s and 90s of McDonald's. Like yeah. uh, if someone from McDonald's looked at it and said, why, no. why were we struggling in the 90s? Well, if you, no. if you don't get Rob, Rob Ryers to eat a, <laughs> a Big Mac. Thank you, um, Siri. Uh, yeah. Uh, a chicken nugget, a chicken McNugget with a little sweet and sour sauce. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. So you go to McDonald's enough mm-hmm. to have an mm-mm-mm. mm yeah. And oh, and you know my the number one. It's the number yeah. one on the menu. No, I'm a, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a number five or a number seven guy. Um, are yeah, are nuggets like the... up at five? Are they? Are they? Yeah, that I high think so. Yeah, dogs? nuggets are. Yeah, nuggets are at five, and number seven is the two cheeseburger meal. <laughs> Do you I mean, know, here's, uh, here's where my mind know, was. My I mind know, was listen, listen, why listen, has McDonald's not, not captured Rob? Now my feeling is, oh, Rob knows him by number. He's he is in at a numerical to product level. I mean, I only knew number one because I was guessing, like off of faint memory. Because the Big Mac is the whopper of McDonald's. Right. Listen, you're, they, they, you're down into like let, sub yeah, five let me, numbers. Yeah, let me let me hit you with a uh, with a just uh, uh, a hidden gem on the McDonald's menu. Okay. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, here, here's a 
Here's a hidden gem on the McDonald's menu for breakfast. Oh. Chicken McGriddle. Really? Yeah. So good. It's like chicken McGriddle. Yes. Yes. Is it is it ground up and had spices added into the form of a sausage? (laughs) No, it's uh it's the like the McChicken sandwich patty, chicken patty. Like fried on the because they don't grill at McDonald's and we're deep into yeah, yeah. Got, all these yeah. places have gotten rid of. They used to be able to get a grilled yeah. thing, and now everything's deep fried yeah, since no. COVID. Literally the, since COVID, and they tell you that too. Well, yeah. you know, since the pandemic, we can't have a grill. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> you can't just cook <laughs> stuff. <laughs> what, are, yeah. what are you doing back there? Microwaving it? Okay. Um, actually, probably. So it's yeah, a, it's a fried chicken sandwich, and then it's yeah. on a pancake. On Isn't that what a McGriddle is? Isn't it a pancake? Yeah, it's a little bit thicker. Yeah. Oh man, it's good. Got a little, got a little uh, syrup oh. flavor in there, and in the McGriddle comes, and it's 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 in the bundle. You can get you can get a chicken McGriddle and a hash brown for two bucks. Really? Uh, it's a hidden gem. It's a hidden gem. Come on, somebody in the chat, back me up here. The chicken yeah, well, McGriddle. I, I was I was hoping and that hash brown is the go-to the breakfast thing. No comment. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like I'm, you know. People are, are, are preventing gag reflexes at this moment. <clears throat> well, well, well. My thing, at not as good as a jalapeno kolache, but and I'll tell you, I I appreciate um, overly hot McDonald's coffee too. I think it's I think it's mm-hmm. it ranks right up there. I don't know if you've ever ordered mm-hmm. a coffee from McDonald's, but oh, it's, it's, yes, I don't McDonald's know what they do. Good. I mean, coffee mm-hmm. is just running hot water through ground up beans, so I don't know how yeah. coffee can be different. I don't know how McDonald's can be so good. Probably not the water. <laughs> but it's quite good, and the thing I like there are the uh, are the sausage burritos. Those little mm. sausage yeah. burrito things. You, know, you put a little hot sauce yeah. on there, turn it to spill it on you while you're driving in a car. Because yeah. I only ever yeah. eat these in a car. I, oh, sure. Oh, like yeah. somehow that I would sit down and have it feels like a level mm-hmm. of commitment that yeah. You know, I'll, I'll do that with yeah. with our with our grandkids. Like we'll take them to McDonald's and get chicken nuggets or whatever, and sort of sit there. But I, I don't know, somehow I have an emotional thing like, well, I had to eat in the car, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Did you really so, have to eat in the car? Or was that really yeah. a thing? Um, a flame broiled. Yeah, they're saying there's no more flame broiled. I think maybe only over Burger King. All right. How, how in the world have we, yeah. has it come, mm. the world has it come to this? Um, mm, mm, mm. Hey, Rob, 11 days for Congress to figure out how to not run out of money again. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. Okay. No, so you're, you're I have, money. you have confidence in Mike Johnson's yeah, ability to do this. Sure. One th- look, one thousand percent. My my view. The political backers of Republicans have told them, "Do not shut the government down. It's terrible for all the things this country does. Mm-hmm. It's just dumb. Solve it." And I think a lot of people, and I think people like Mike Johnson believe that it would he's the speaker of the house if people don't don't keep up on the house of cards that <laughs> is the republican crazy. the republican oh. nonsense uh, the, second he, line for the presidency mike johnson mike johnson uh fundraiser hey. for the creation museum somewhere in cincinnati or ohio or kentucky somewhere there that guy i don't think he's the type who thinks that shutting down the government <laughs> 
accomplishes something. So now, are they going to solve it, solve it, or are they going to do Another a resolution? continuing resolution? What I think we need to do here's do, do you want my theory on this, Rob? Yeah, because <laughs> uh, because we're not going to get to a point where we understand that federal spending is not restrained by anything other than how much money we want to put in the economy. Click here to see. Click here to on this tab to look at our previous YouTube videos about this, even though there isn't one of those little things up there. People can watch that stuff and listen to it, or just just look up, you know, modern monetary theory or or a um, uh, U.S. U.S. currency. You understand that the federal government has no restraints on how much it doesn't it doesn't have to pay for what it spends. It just generates the money. That's how it works. The the IRS, the Federal Reserve, doesn't have an income stream. They just put out money. So we're not going to get to the point where we have that understanding, but we could get to the point where we just say, we don't have permanent budgets anymore. And stop with, stop acting like this is shocking. This would be good for America. Oh, every six months, Congress has to decide if they're going to spend money or not. As opposed to how did we get into this again? Why are we back here mm. again? Why is this happening? The way I feel like when I have to take a shower every day, I'm like, I literally just took one yesterday. My wife's like, you're taking one again today. And I'm like, no, I work from home. I have sweatpants on. She's like, go clean up. We shouldn't have to treat it like that. Just say about every six months, Congress decides if it's going to spend the money it promised to spend and be done with acting as if the sky is falling and there's something wrong mm. because mm. we haven't had a permanent budget since, can you name the year? I think uh, the nineties. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I, I think there are college students right now who for their entire life have never had a permanent budget. I think there's people who are, um, looking at life insurance policies that have never had a permanent budget. Let's just stop with the Kabuki theater that we think we're Kabuki theater. What do you think of that theory? Just, just, just give me I, a ghost on it. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, I mean, I have a, I have a representative, uh, congressional representative here, a guy by the name of Steve Womack, who's my congressman who he is the biggest hand wringer of all okay. about the fact that there's no budget. And he yeah. just, he just, whoa, he just freaks out about it constantly. He was chairman of the budget committee <laughs> and he couldn't get a budget produced. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, dude, when it's your job to do this and you can't get it done. Nah, just, just, you know, Shut your pie hole and well, you know, I knowing your opponents is important, and because you want to run against Steve Womack, I mean, if Siri's not going to pronounce Ryersey, we're not going to pronounce Womack. What Womack? Womack. Womack. Um, what's his rationale for hand wringing about not having a budget? Is it functionally it helps the government work better, or is it? This is our constitutional duty. It's the thing that's demanded of us by the. Well, he blames. Yeah, he blames debt and deficits on the fact that there's no budget. And, you know, I mean, it's it's the fundamental misunderstanding of how. And I think in his part, it's intentional because, you know, he'll send money to Ukraine and Israel and everywhere else. 
rightfully so money money created out of thin air and nothing um as it all federal exactly you know so it's you know it's uh I think it's a it's a willful ignorance on his yeah. part. But 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 is his, so, so his argument is that that some it, it all gets back to deficit spending. We don't want to put this on a yeah. credit card uh, yeah. theory or it's it's yeah. not that it's the responsibility of Congress I, to do it. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a both hand, both hand. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we should just we should just be done with it and then just uh, let the let the news cycle and the politicians just treat it the way everyone else does like, oh, you folks are having a hard time getting your job done. Lots of people have a hard time getting their job done. I mean, whether mm-hmm. they're people that work on your street, whether the people that try to help influence voters to do the common good in their voting criteria, or it's, you know, your, mm-hmm. your local delivery guy. That's like, um, my son, uh, is a local delivery guy. Mm-hmm. He got chased away from delivering a package by a gaggle of turkeys. <laughs> there was a gaggle of turkeys down our street there are like 20 of them in this yard it's fantastic and uh they are i mean they are dinosaurs i mean yeah when you see a turkey close up and there's a bunch mm. of them it's it terrifying. is it is like oh yeah the meteor didn't do all of its work mm-hmm. and i sent a video about these and he wrote back and said well i was trying to deliver uh, and i couldn't deliver because i was chased chased back to my car by attacking turkeys it's amazing that's fantastic oh i i just i mean i get i'm giggling right now and partly because it stirs up wkrp in cincinnati for me and that oh is god is my turkeys could fly uh, so uh, somehow that's just all in the same. And by the way, if you haven't seen that uh, oh, go on YouTube, click the link right oh, here Go on YouTube and look at WKRP uh, episode with um, uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, and, and this guy is so my witness. Fantastic. I thought turkeys could fly. Uh, if you don't know why that's yet funny, please line. watch it. It's oh. funny. <laughs> and if you oh, do know it's, it's funny, hilarious. I hope you're laughing out loud right now. Just, just oh. hearing it, uh, because it's just nothing but lovely. Um, Wow, what, what is what? What were we even talking about? Oh, the debt. Uh, how know. did we get? To, how did we get to turkeys? I, turkeys. I don't know. I don't know. Turkey because uh, we were talking about Steve Womack. So turkeys. <laughs> Congressional leadership. Turkeys. Yeah, like, I know we're on yeah. eleven days. So shut all down. turkeys. My guess is no shutdown. It's we're not even going to get close. Um, uh, old Mike is just going to uh, just going to buckle down. He's just going to. He's just gonna take those hoot owl cool hoot owl glasses of his from the how many Lexus dates get mm-hmm. sent out of a Tootsie Pop, and uh, solve the problem. Um, now they're, they're spending. He's gonna negotiate something and, and not pay not pay some American worker who works for the IRS, and mm-hmm. spend a bunch of money on concrete in South Texas um, to get there. But that's that's how it's gonna go. And I've had a hard time hand wringing about any spending at the federal level, um, unless unless the money is intended to cause harm, because it's like, mm. who cares? Yeah. Just, I mean, who cares? If you got a check during the pandemic and cashed it, don't talk about yeah. how you just think that it's such a problem that we don't know where the money comes from that we spend, because it was proof positive. They just mm. make money. We just sent checks and deposit. Mm-hmm. No, didn't even. Yeah, sent checks and even better just deposited money straight into your account from the federal reserve through a glorious banks. Yeah. Which is what we should be doing. Um, overall anyway, Mm -hmm. employers shouldn't be the only, only entity moving money into our bank accounts. 
should also yes. be coming from the government. I got a, I got a little dip from a Minnesota governor this year, though. We had some surplus, um, hmm. and they gave some money back, and all of a sudden, like three hundred bucks shows yeah. up in my bank account. Yeah, um, you know what they did here in Arkansas with our one point five billion dollar surplus? Billion? No, what they do? Uh, we got a hundred and fifty dollar tax credit. It wasn't even wasn't even cash back. It was huh. it's a tax credit. It's like store wow. credit. It's wow. just like ugh. It's like a gift card that you can only use for taxes. Store <laughs> credit. <laughs> yeah. I know. Seriously. It's like, oh. it's like it's like when we oh, buy our kids. Because I want actual money. Like at Christmas and our kids were middle, like late high school age, we'd buy them gift cards for birthday and Christmas yeah. at the gas station where it can only be used on fuel. You know, they sell those <laughs> at, at like, you know, Super America or whatever, or, you know, like, like uh, come and go, which I think they have in your area. Yeah. You can yeah. buy uh, gas cards and they'll have them where it only applies to fuel purchases. You can't buy Amazing. Red Bull. You can't buy tobacco. You can't look at oh, the, oh, the bubbles. You I got the bubbles. I Yesterday I had balloons. I don't know where they come from. I think it's a hand gesture. Yes. Yes. What's this happened yesterday. From? I don't, I'm not sure this happened yesterday on, um, a zoom call that I was on. Somebody gave the thumbs up and they got the bubbles and I had never seen that before, but we're not using zoom. Okay. Here's, here's okay. So people that don't know, if you're not watching the video right now, every once in a while inside my box on my screen, we use that. We use a system called eCam. If you like what we do and you want to learn how to do it, we'd be glad you can hire us. We'll show you. So we're not using Zoom, we're not using FaceTime, and every once in a while inside my little window, yesterday it was a series of colored balloons, large balloons that came floating up around me. But I read something today about in the new Mac software, Sonoma, that there's something that now I'm, now I, I read words I didn't understand what they meant, and now I think it's something inside my software in, in, in the, in the, in, in my Mac software, like my computer software. Yeah. That's doing it now. Now I'm going to just make gestures and see if I can make balloons appear. But th right there, it was like the thumbs up that looked like a Facebook thumbs up. Like it's written in that yep. cartoony kind of model. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm not touching any controls that control the computer. I mean, just my table. Amazing. Yeah, it happened yesterday on a Zoom call I was on, and it was with like, your computer. What do, you was, have, do you have? It was well, no. You, I. It was someone think? else. It, it was someone else. Oh, their their yeah. computer. Yeah. Hey, hey, Yabbits. Um, will you uh, will you look into this for us, Yabbits? It feels like you could figure this out. Yabbits is one of our super <laughs> users, along with Alex and uh, oh. and John and Peggy and and uh, Mike and and uh, others. Uh, yeah, but I feel like you get to the bottom of this. Why are animated balloons and thumbs up appearing on a screen on a live stream? Uh, uh, oh, you can get so to the funny. answer to that. Maybe before, maybe before we're done. Uh, <laughs> Speaking about being done, though, I, I, it, you got to go about that time. Yeah. Yeah. We started early because Rob has to go. Um, and uh, yeah, and right. uh, I, I just say, good? hey, hey John. Politics? Yeah, I just say, John. Um, thanks for being with us. Uh, Oh, yeah, I missed that one. Trump has to win, but he does, or he's going to go to jail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're right. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I, John, I, I hope he doesn't. Um, 
but glad to hear your point. If you haven't watched Red Hat Blue Hat, it's one of our uh, one of our versions of this podcast. We had one yesterday. I talked with a hardcore Trump supporter I've been friends with for a very very long time. We talk about all that. So uh, your opinions. I mean, we did well appreciate. Speaking of speaking of Trump winning, we did not get the opportunity to talk today about his tirade in court yesterday. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Just, oh, it's just not yeah, good. I was going to save that for the end, and then I missed it. Oh. Uh, the judge literally said to him, you can, to his lawyers, you control him or I will in a courtroom. But mm. when you've been the president, look, I mean, I, I yeah, I get, I, I get this, this feeling when you've been the president of the United States and now you're defendant Trump, that is, <laughs> yeah. and you're thinking, uh, well, and, and you're, and you're that guy, Trump. It's terrible. It's terrible. But he's going yeah. to, uh, you know, he's already been found uh, liable of fraud and has been declared a fraudster. Greatest title ever. Um, <laughs> do we own, do we own fraudster.com? Get those fingers moving Keep before Yabbits. Before Yabbits. <laughs> I'm racing Yabbits to buy. Yeah, Yabbits is going to be on it. All right. So yeah, yeah. Tyroid uh, in court and, uh, and it kind of matters, but it's a civil trial about the, the crimes that they committed um, as a company. And even though companies are people by the Supreme Court standard at one level, they're not company. They're not people at the other level where you can put them in jail. So that's curious. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> did did, did did Trump yeah, say, it's... are you, though, to the judge? when is, is that Are a thing you that... through? The judge said, oh, are, are you through? through? I gotta get. Okay, are you through? Yeah. Um, yeah, but did say that he owns Lecterns R Us. <laughs> right. So fantastic. Not Listen, my fraudster. Money we can look up notmyfraudster.com and that could be our bullet yeah. board thing. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay, we gotta go. Uh, Rob's got things to do today. Hey, uh, ha have a great day. Thanks, everybody. Uh, all the people that Bye, are in everybody. chat, super appreciate you. Uh, Pam, thanks for being here too. Uh, you're new, I think, to our, and Zoe is new. And of course, that John uh, was new. Donna. So, uh, uh, appreciate all of you being uh, being a part of this. Share share with your family and friends, and be sure to head over to votecommongood.com and keep up on all the things that happen. And get our email list too; it makes us happy. Like Chris Christie. Okay, bye.